Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. Today, we are talking about Elias Lindholm, who has one of the most important jobs on your Calgary Flames roster. Your Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you for tuning in to Locked on Flames, whether this is your first time or uh, hopefully not your last time, of course, but thank you if you are a returning listener. And uh, while you're here, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, you know, give the show a five-star rating, and write a nice little review if you can. Uh, really helps me out a lot. <laughs> Thank you so much for making Lockdown Flames your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, and we are free 99 on YouTube as well. Today is our second episode in our uh, player report card series, little evaluation thingy that we're doing. And I would say that this fifth overall 2013 pick is living up to the standard. I I think that those expectations are always high when you look at first round draftees. Uh, you know, you look at players <laughs> who haven't really quite lived up to those expectations, like Sean Monaghan, uh, Zach Senishin, Jake DeBrusque, um, you know, those are just a few that come to mind. No disrespect to them as players or as people, but, you know, sometimes it just kind of doesn't always work out and maybe they were drafted a little too high. But uh, to be fair, Sean Monaghan was a first-round pick. Like, he, he, at that time, he, yeah, you know, he was playing at that potential, that caliber. But back-to-back complete seasons – For Elias Lindholm, who has just been playing absolutely out of his mind, and he ended both seasons healthy. That is so good to hear, because every year, you know, it feels like we end a season and it's just kind of like, hey, here is a laundry list of injuries, or this is what I battled through at some point in the season. I know that he did test positive, so... Uh, back when we were patient zero and we had that whole outbreak around Christmas. And thankfully, um, you know, doesn't seem like he's facing any repercussions or long haul COVID. So um, good to see there. And, you know, how, how could I go three minutes into this show and not mention the fact that he had 42 goals this season? Yes, another top-line player of our Calgary Flames who managed to squeak by 40 goals. (laughs) He had 40 assists as well, and he has easily turned into one of my favorite players to watch. I think that he brings, obviously, the offensive ability and that spark to your team, but he brings a lot more as well. And do not allow him not hitting 100 points like Kachuk and Goudreau make you think any less of him or think that he is uh, less valuable to this roster because he's not. It's not always about the point totals. And I think that's where 
a lot of people can kind of get their wires crossed when it comes to discussing hockey players because sometimes the stats do like they do a good job but I feel like the eye test really helps back up your stance or provides more context because I could say well you know um Jacob Markstrom only had an 886 save percentage that's just off the top of my head I don't know if that's a real number uh through the postseason that still does not show you or uh express how much of a brick wall he was during the first round okay back to Lindholm (laughs) like I said Lindholm provided a lot to this Flames team and you can't always just count on that uh offensive stat to back that up and he has this ability to um when it comes to playmaking that is so fun and so special to watch I think that that's one of the bright spots of him as a hockey player is his playmaking ability Your first line center is one of the most, if not the most important player on your team next to your defenseman. So he has a very tough job. He has his work cut out for him. And not only does he excel at the playmaking and the goal scoring, he does fantastic when it comes to defense. He is a great two-way player and When you look at his numbers, which we're going to do here in a little bit, you can see just how much he's grown grown, and how much growth has taken place over these last three seasons alone. Now, I, for those of you who don't know, um, I basically just kind of look at this in in the three three season chunk because that is when I started watching and covering the team. So it's easier for me to compare this like those numbers you know what I mean but he had a nearly career high 55 takeaways Uh, he only had one season where he had more and that was 57 back in 2016 2017 so you know that defensive edge is there and he was throwing hits big time as well Uh, and again we're going to dissect more of these leader in the show but he he does a lot for this team and he is a fantastic player who everyone would love to have on their team in some capacity he is a great first line center for the flames and we're going to talk more about his development coming up next and of course his playoff performance but before we do that I do want to tell you about our next partner Our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I want to be a healthier version of myself. And I found it a lot easier to do this than taking a a pill, a vitamin every day, a multivitamin every day. Um, I feel like it's a really good option for anyone who doesn't like taking pills, but also maybe likes to add a little flavor to their water. Uh, AG1 has, uh, it's just literally just one scoop in your water when you start your day. And it doesn't taste like, like it's green, but it doesn't taste like it's gross and like grass, I guess you could say. (laughs) Um, I really like that, you know, you're getting high quality vitamins, minerals, whole, whole food sourced superfoods, 
probiotics and adaptogens. It's become an easy part of my day. And, you know, I like that my water doesn't taste like water. It has like a little bit of a tropically taste, fruity taste to it. And right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of cup, one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one, give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership of your health and pick up the daily nutritional insurance. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames. As always, uh, I'm Jess Belmosto, and you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. This postseason was an interesting one because, of course, there's always questions going into it. Is your top line going to perform? Are they going to burn out? Is is this one going to do that? Are they going to stay healthy? Are they healthy? And I think Elias and home performed. I, I do. I think that uh, nine points through 12 games is fair. He had five goals and four assists. But do not kill me when I say, I feel like we could have seen more from him. I think that there were times where he wasn't going down in the corners and battling for the puck. There were times where he kind of just let it be. Not so much in terms of giveaways or turnovers or anything like that, but I do think that we could have gotten more out of the top line as a whole, and that includes Matthew Kachuk, who we're going to talk about tomorrow. But you have a big role when you're that top line center. And Elias Lindholm does have a He's 27. I don't think that he necessarily should have been. He should absolutely be the Flames' top-line center right now. But I don't know if he was ready to be the top-line center when he came into Calgary. I think, uh, you know, Sean Monaghan, his decline kind of rushed Lindy's development a little bit and kind of forced him into this, uh, these big skates where he, you know, he had big skates to fill and whatnot. But I don't think that means anything bad. I think that we just haven't seen him at his 100% yet. He is a fantastic player. We've, we've talked about it. Finished second for uh, the Selkie voting right behind Patrice Bergeron, who they're probably going to rename this award after someday. And I do think that when it comes to the postseason, we are, like, we're just getting started. This this team just tasted, just had its first real taste of success, right? You know, they've battled and battled and battled through regular seasons just to be eliminated in the first round and to have it kind of just all go completely like there wasn't really ever a time this team had 
a chance to succeed in the playoffs. And they have that. They have that under their belt now. And I think they know what it takes and how much strength and conditioning it takes to win and to perform at a level you need to in order to win. And I do think that it's upon us when I, you know, there that whole potential, the first line's potential rather, I think it it's upon us. Like that we are going to see them really emerge as players in the postseason. I, you know, it really reminds me of the top line in Boston of Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, and David Posternock. And I know I, I compare this team to Boston a lot because that is what I'm familiar with, but there are flashes b- between, number one, Johnny Gaudreau being an underrated and uh, undersized <laughs> winger like Brad Marchand, who is also severely underrated defensively as well. Uh, you have Patrice Bergeron in, at center and, you know, Elias Lindholm, who obviously is number one, your top line center, <laughs> great defensively and absolutely skilled out of his mind when it comes to his playmaking abilities. And then you have the goal scorer and the sniper with Kachuk and Pasta. And this line is still so young and they have a lot ahead of them. They do. And for all intents and purposes, we are going to say that, you know, Johnny and Matthew are signed, right? We're, they're, they're in Calgary long-term, whatever, right? So there, that being your top line opens up a whole new door for success. And especially with the way that Johnny has emerged as a player and the new kind of style that the whole team is playing and they know what it takes to um to be successful and to compete I think that's the biggest thing they know what it takes to compete now and Elias Lindholm calling the shots and making those plays and drawing them up is going to be very very crucial in this team's long-term success, which reminds me that he is only under contract for two more years. And it is criminal, (laughs) absolutely criminal how much his contract is. He, his uh, cap hit is uh, $4.85 million. Okay. (laughs) Now, I don't know if y'all know this, <laughs> but there, there are not many first line centers who are making that little money. Now, I understand this happened because, um, you know, he signed a six-year contract back in 2018. And, you know, I don't think that they expected him to be your top line center. And that's you know, that's 2C money. That's, uh, I mean, I guess if you're Charlie Coyle, that's 3C money as well. But I, it blows my mind that he is your top line center and that's what he's making because you just, you don't see that. You don't see that. And 
it's a great, great, great deal for the Flames. So I think that that's very obvious. Uh, he's going to cash in on his next contract, which he will be up for before his 30th birthday, which again, <laughs> we talked about with Johnny. Those are your prime years, like 27, 28, 29, 30. Like those are just a good chunk of years in your hockey playing career that, you know, you really cash in on. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at some of the numbers and show and discuss how much Elias Lindholm has improved. But before we do that, let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is a delicious tasting protein bar that everyone needs. And I have found my new favorite flavor within caramel brownie. Who does not love a good, chewy, fudgy caramel brownie? Uh, they These are protein bars <laughs> that have deli- delicious flavors to them. And they are covered in 100% chocolate. And the macros are unreal. There are 130 calories and 17 grams of protein, as well as only four grams of sugar in each bar, which I think is fantastic. And these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and you don't have to sacrifice taste for healthy. You can do both. And all of Built Bars, Built, sorry, Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which helps your, which helps protein absorb more efficiently in your body and provides a ton of health benefits, uh, skin, hair, nails, you name it. But right now you can head on over to built.com and use promo code locked 15 and get 15% off of your order. Use promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. The loveliest thing about hosting this podcast is interacting with you all and if you are listening on youtube or listening on uh, apple please make sure to you know leave a nice little comment i know on apple you can leave a little review make sure you do that and leave some five stars because we could use it (laughs) back back to elias lindholm back to what matters here right when I was looking at his numbers, I was astonished. You know, I knew Elias Lindholm was a good was a good hockey player, right? But when you look at the past few seasons, you can see that increase. You can see the incline in the in the good stuff and the decline and where in the bad stuff. <laughs> uh, so his faceoff percentage increased by one and a half percent this year. So he was at 51%, 51.36 last year. And he finished the season with a, with a, almost a 53%. So uh, 52.89. So that's an absolutely incredible. So he is winning more than half of his faceoffs, which is obviously very important <laughs> as a center and as uh, goes team goes across the board as a team you know you you want to win your face-offs but last season he did not crack 20 goals and I know it was a shortened season so 
that was just played throughout Canada. And I, I'm so glad we never have to do that again because that was so not fun. Like looking back on playing Ottawa like eight times or the Oilers 10 times, like that just like was not fun. <laughs> but his shot percentage has thoroughly increased. Now, I don't know if this is because it was a shortened season, but he was only shooting at a 14.6%, but the year before, he was a 17.2. So, again, that was technically a shortened season as well because he was only playing... um, what was 70 games but so he goes from a 17.2 with a 50 uh, sorry with a 49.3 face-off percentage drops down to a 14.6 with an increase of 51.3 and then you have uh 2021-22 season so this year with a 17.9 percent shooting percentage, a career high. And then, of course, that face-off percentage was a 52.89. He is increasing his shots. He is clearly getting better at his face-offs. And you are absolutely getting a better version of Elias Lindholm out there. And I think it's great to see because... he needs it we need if this team wants to win they need to get the best and 110 percent out of every player and then one thing that actually like truth like truthfully jumped out at me was the drastic change in the total number of shots he took so in through 70 games, he had 169. Okay, not bad, right? Whatever. Um, and then last year he had 130 through 56. So again, a huge drop-off, but you're also not playing 14 games there. You need to be sitting down for this when I tell you this, because this is an absolutely astonishing increase. He went from 130 shots to 235 shots. 235 through 82 games. He is playing out of his mind. He is shooting, which tells you his confidence is up. Because we know when a player struggles with their confidence, they don't shoot the puck. They don't. And players all, you know, have their droughts and their moments. But the one thing that it looks like (laughs) is that Daryl Sutter has absolutely worked on players' confidence and getting them to reach that full potential. And I think that's great. I think that's a coach everyone would, you know, everyone strives to to have and to be 
And the Flames are just really lucky to have Daryl Sutter. But thank you all so much for tuning into today's uh, episode of Locked on Flames, where we talked about Elias Lindholm. And tomorrow we are going to wrap up the week with the sweet little pest himself, Matthew Kachuk's evaluation. Should be a good one. Thank you all again for sharing this podcast when and where you can. I appreciate you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. You can follow the show at LO underscore Flames Pod. And I will catch you tomorrow. And uh, we're just going to we're gonna have some fun. <laughs> Matthew Kachuk uh, gives us plenty to talk about. <laughs>